This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. James, how was your May the 4th? Oh, oh man, I watched so much Star Trek. <laughs> you know, for a May the 4th where we didn't get like a massive trailer or whatever for a movie, I mean, yeah. when are we getting a movie? Um, I thought it was pretty, pretty good. I got to give kudos out to Disney Plus. Like, obviously... Bad Batch came out two episodes in the week, but like one on Ooh, that, that May the fourth minute episode though. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna definitely talk about it this episode. But like I said, hey, have you heard of Star Wars biomes? It seemed like they just dropped a whole bunch of different little things. Uh-huh. And I don't know for our listeners if you haven't checked this out, go go watch instantly Star Wars biomes. It's it's an aerial shot through different planets set to music. Get, it's genius. <laughs> get so I you told me about it and I it's 18 minutes long and I put it on I was like yeah. oh this is cool. And then Aaron walked in and I was like you got to see this. She was like, and I was like you got to see this and I put it and I put yeah. it on for her to see. And she's like oh my god that's cool. And then her her parents uh came by and she's like you got to She said you got to see this and I was like what? <laughs> Mostly to her dad who likes Star Wars, but she's like you got to see this and he's not obsessed or anything. And he put it on He's never seen the prequels, which was the best cuz he had no idea what Mustafar was yeah. at all. He's like what's this? What what's this is there significance to the lava? And I was like let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that is where Vader comes from. But it was uh yeah, bio that was a I mean it's it's really like um, it reminds me of I have the Apple TV and when you or Google Google yeah, uh, yeah. Chrome does it Chromecast screensaver it's like a screensaver and I'm like this is yeah, I, yeah. I wish it was just a, like I mean I'm glad it is what it is but if it was an option to be my screensaver I'd be like every yeah. and the music's pretty good too so it was uh yeah thanks for telling me about that I've watched it three yeah. times three no four times I think crate was kind of cool the aerial of crate spoilers yeah. was uh but yeah. like. It's such a genius idea because it's all just CG generated. Like they could just, they could just make unload a whole bunch of that. And like it's like they probably it's probably based on files from what they used on the films. Like they have oh, yeah. it. That's the, that's. Did the you th- check out? There's a ships one too. Yes. Did you check out that? Yeah, yeah. and it remind me of uh, Battlefront, the new Battlefront one when you're on Tatooine and the and the Falcons there. And I was like, I think they're just using that animation. It looked like what Great. they used for like the solo trailers, right? Yeah. It's just like someone on a steady cam just walking yeah. through that set. It was I great. Think. Or maybe it's all CG. I think I think it was CG, <laughs> think... but yeah, I, I watched I watched um I, so you told me about I didn't really so I like you know, maybe before this fun and everything, we did a show. Yeah. I was watching uh Justice League by Zex. <laughs> <laughs> and then you text me about that and I was like well I guess I'll watch Star Wars on Star Wars Day and I put that on like, this is great <laughs> and then I watched the ships and then I watched Maggie Simpson um, which I wasn't going to but then I saw it was like three minutes and I said well yes. I have three minutes to spare we got this and that was fun that was a really fun three minutes 
Um, yeah. And then what else? Oh, and then and then um, was it that night? I think that that night I watched the Bad Batch. Nice. That was. That's I ended nice. up watching. I wasn't going to because. Yeah. Um, I wanted to, but Aaron, Aaron's not really into the animation stuff side of Star Wars. Like she's just not. Yeah. Like and and not just Star Wars. Like anything, she just doesn't. She ends. She loves every freaking Pixar movie. Yeah. But she she's reluctant to see them all. Um. So I was waiting, waiting, and then um. That episode, you text, you text me that episode too, and you're like, Dave Filoni had a big flex, and then our Patreon Sooner Thrawn, our friend Sooner Thrawn, was like, Oh man, the first two minutes, I'm like, What yeah. happens? That was my big thing. Was just like, What is going on? Yeah, yeah. I had to know, and then and it, and it, I put on. It's it's wild because his flex is all based on characters he's made. He's not even like, Yeah, he's not even like taking some kind of like Star Wars lore. It was like. This is a character I made, and this is a character I made, and this is a character I made, and you're like, what? and he's not even the he- he's not even the head honcho of the show, really. He just kind of oversees it, yeah. which is phenomenal. It's Jennifer Con- Connolly, is that her name? I think that's her name. And there's someone else, two producers, I believe, and uh, I could be screwing yeah. up. I'm not a very big Star Wars fan, but he, but but George Lucas created the Bad Batch characters, which was kind of cool, and he wanted yeah, to be a yeah. spin-off. So that was, but you you guys all were like, you got the first two minutes, and I was like. What happens in the first two minutes that is that exciting? Like, that was my whole thing. I'm like, what really happens in the first two minutes that's that exciting? And then um, I guess we're going to go into it, I guess. We'll talk about it. You want to just go right into it? Yeah. This is the Rebel Scum Podcast, episode 216. I'm Brock. This is... James Jarris. And we are talking... (laughs) We are talking Star Wars, Wars. if you haven't noticed. Also, one other amazing thing that James has pointed out to me if you're not following Jack Black on social media, oh my media, god, <laughs> you are missing out. He's been doing some crazy video <laughs> editing stuff, but specifically, he recreated the hello uh, there. General Kenobi. Hello there. <laughs> it was so good with himself. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I did. You, have you seen his vaccination one? Would lose yourself by no. Eminem. Oh, so he's 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 just there and he's thin. He's like you know like. Yeah. And he gets jabbed, like they say, jabbed. But the, the yeah. and then he grows big, and he puts on the Captain America <laughs> helmet, and he's wearing a little American flag speedo, and he starts like breaking apart like Legos and stuff. And it's all to lose yourself by Eminem. You got to check it. Nice. He basically just spends his, from what I can tell, he spends his days in a speedo, and someone has he a does. camera and edits Crazy. it. Yeah, but the the hello there, General. Uh, Kenobi one was phenomenal. He did two for May the Fourth. That one and then um, a fo- another one. But that one was yeah. the uh, that one was yeah. Was was <laughs> I showed it's, my pants uh, out on the weekend for like a day, a Star Wars day that didn't really have like ground shaking news. I mean, there's a lot of cool collectibles that came out. Uh-huh. Um, it's just it was good. I was I was like kudos to Disney Plus and. I can't believe Ahsoka is in Star- Simpsons now. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I do have a thought because the day before May third, Marvel released their big Back to the Theater trailer. Oh yes, that's right. Which we talked about. It blew everyone's mind. I was like, oh my god, it's okay. I thought it was good. I'm like, great. It was really cool. Like, it was really cool. Um, and then people were like, oh, Lucasfilm, what are you gonna do for us tomorrow? And I'm like, this is. Mm-hmm. I don't. I like. I but Lucas like. Mm-hmm. So May the 4th has, it, it went from like, 
a little joke to now it is an official yeah. day apparently and i'm not sure yep. I, I like it's almost like star wars is catching up to that day like because it was never really yeah. like it was just kind of like something that people said aaron did a yoga class virtually with some guy i think in california was the instructor the guy was obsessed with star wars he went to celebration yeah he had, a, he, had a, he he recreated on his instagram he did the Luke handstand with Yoda on his foot and he put a baby Yoda doll on his foot on Instagram. <laughs> but like he was so Aaron knew about Bad Batch from that. But like it's it's almost it's it it, it this is not like a Lucasfilm sanctioned well, I mean now it is, no. but it wasn't. And so people were saying that do you feel that like do you, so you're you're really happy with it obviously, but like do you think they succeeded in the way they should? Do you think anything else should have like they should have released a trailer for anything or teaser or i don't know about that i yeah i'm Uh, i'm with i don't know i think yeah anyway sorry i think disney it's weird i'm like separating disney plus from lucasfilm it's like it's not separate it's the same company uh so like it i was pleasantly surprised like i don't really care about the simpsons anymore but i love that little that little once I saw it, it was three minutes sure. I was in. Great. Yeah. And it's genius. Like, it's crazy. That's what I think I love about Disney Plus is, like, it's become this center of inspirational, like, let's try this. Why not? Let's yeah. Why not try this? Like, Star Wars Biomes is a geni- genius idea, and it probably didn't take them that long to make it. St- the fact that Simpsons, which has been on the air for 30 years, is now doing these little shorts with Maggie where there's, like, almost no talking in it because she's a Was baby. there any talking in it? Not in this one. There was another one that was like longer, and I think there's occasional talking, but it's specifically Maggie and like another baby, and they don't talk, right? Like, so it's like how she was, she's with BB 8, so it's like the only yeah. noise is really BB 8. <laughs> wow. I, I thought, so. I, from my point of view on this, is I don't think, uh, you know, because May the 4th is always just like a day, and we, you and I have always yeah. had for the last four or five years, we've always had fun on May the 4th doing whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But it's always kind of been a day, and I, I don't, I, I don't want it to be like, well, we're getting something massive on May the Fourth. I think the massive thing on May the Fourth yeah. was the seventy-minute Bad Batch. I don't think they wanted to take away from that. Yeah, yeah. And I thought those little, like these little nuggets that they threw on Disney Plus was perfect because, yeah, if you're a no, Star Wars it. fan, you no doubt have Disney Plus. No and doubt. they're genius in their programming, where you, if you scroll down the main page, it's like. Uh, like episodes that have to do with Star Wars, yeah. so it's like you saw Family Guy exactly. in Canada. We have it on on Disney Plus. Simpsons. Uh, there was like I think Phineas and Ferb had an episode. That's a like, great. Have you seen that one? I own it. I no. bought it years and ago. The, and, and it had that. What I was talking a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the old Muppet Show where Mark Hamill's yeah. on it as Luke Skywalker. That episode was like forefront. Like it's just like that's genius. They do that at Christmas. They do it at Halloween. Like I don't know why. All of the other streaming platforms aren't doing it. It's it's genius. Netflix used to do horror movies on Halloween. Sure, and that was like, like ten. No, but that was like ten years ago. And then for some reason they just yeah. I haven't seen it since. I don't. I'm in fairness, I don't go on Netflix as a. Yeah, I have sure. this thing with Netflix, Brock, <laughs> where there's way too much stuff on it, <laughs> and they want me to watch the same three things, and I don't want to watch those three things, and I don't know how to tell them to stop shoving those three things in my face because I really don't want... And, like, if you look at my, like, recently... Well, actually, Aaron's been on my account because her stuff... Whatever. But if you look at my recently watch, it's Castlevania, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, 
Um, Riverdale? Uh, that's mostly on airs, but Riverdale, sure. What else is there? That's the Witcher? Pretty, uh, have you watched that Witcher, yet? Witcher, I think was on. Well, it might have been on airs again. Anyway, Ninja Shows 2 out of the shelves. But you look at what <laughs> I recently watched, and, and then they start shoving these out, and I'm like, stop it. You stop it. Like, recommend things that are good. Because, I don't know, but I'll watch, like, 30 seconds of something and be like, this is terrible. I'm turning you off. And all of my recommendations are for things that are similar to that terrible thing that I watched. Meanwhile, I will watch all of Castlevania, Spirit of the Witch, <laughs> and nothing gets right. I'm like, look, look. Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters is the number three greatest movie of all time. <laughs> Side Akbar. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, is on Disney Plus. Let me tell you who's in it. Abraham Lincoln's in it. Um, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead's in it from <laughs> Birds of Prey. Yeah. Anthony Mackie is in it. An actor from the movie Loser is in it. <laughs> and and young, young, young Howard Stark is in it. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you haven't seen Abraham Lincoln, look, if you're wondering what Abraham Lincoln was doing while he was trying to free the slaves, he was fighting vampires. <laughs> <laughs> but they tie it into historical events. It's the greatest movie of all time. Zoe Deschanel's father is the cinematographer. You're going to want to watch oh, really? this movie. Nice, nice. Anthony Mackie from Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> from... The Adjustment Bureau. Just, so, anyway, <laughs> Disney Plus did a good... I agree with you on it. I agree with you on Disney Plus uh, doing it right on all the holidays, and May the 4th is a holiday. <laughs> uh, so, Bad Batch, uh, excellent episode. Uh, as you might know, anyone not having watched this, you're going to want to bail on this point, because we're going to do spoilers. So, we're going to give you, to the count of five, to jump ahead like 20 minutes one two three, <sighs> okay so kanan yo Kaylin dune in like it's just like it's it's just a minute part of the episode and you're just like yeah like that's all you needed he he could like not come back yeah and it'd be perfect and, and, he, and i arguably i, I would assume he doesn't he can't right because he has to go in hiding right and see this is what i think um, even though we just said Filoni doesn't really isn't there, but what he brings to the Star Wars table, that I think the story yeah. group meant to do this, but whatever, who cares? But what Filoni brings to Star Wars is that cameo and the other right. cameo, yep. and probably the other cameo. But that like, so what it is is that could be anyone, that could be any Padawan. Yep. But you know what? Let's give the fans something to cheer for. Because it's it's there to set up this whole relationship yeah. that the Bad Batch and specifically Hunter is going to have with... I love... It's Omega, right? Like, yeah. But she, because she has uh, the Kiwi yeah. uh, New Zealand accent that's supposed to be like Tamora Morrison, she, she says Omega, but it is Omega. It's o- well, yeah. Yeah. Which is like, I know, it sounds... It's just like the way she says it, it's like, oh, is it Omega? <laughs> but... They call it Omega. So, like, that's totally what's set up. It happens in the second season, but we'll focus on the first – or, sorry, second second episode. Focus on the first episode. Like, it was great. Um, I, I rewatched both episodes, um, so I think I, I have 
more notices of detail. I love that the episode starts with that narrator that is in every Clone Wars episode because it's just sort of signaling to you, like, this is a continuation of Clone Wars. But then when you get to the second episode, there is no narration, which I think is a beautiful move as well. And and this is, so I've seen people complain. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, not complain, but they're like, this is just season eight of the Clone Wars. Except the Clone no, but what you Sorry, just said... Sorry, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just disagreeing no, with I, Well, no, because they're idiots. But here, here's why. Yeah. <laughs> what you just said was perfect, because it is season eight of the Clone Wars, and then they go, Clone Wars are done. So it's not season eight of the Clone Wars. It's a completely different show that's following literally just these clones. But, what you're, but the genius part about starting it that way was, oh, this is in that world, and then when you stop doing that, it's like now the world has changed completely. So it's not Season 8 of the Clone Wars at all. I thought that was a stupid comparison. But I actually want to bring something up with you um, regarding this comic right here. Kanan. Is this is it pronounced Kanan? <laughs> yeah. Kanan. I haven't read this yet. Rob, Darth Ward, got this for me from Dollarama, $4 yeah. for this one. I haven't yeah. read it yet. He got me a bunch. There's a whole bunch in there. But this one I want to because uh, Kanan's... Um, you've read this, correct? No, I haven't. Oh, well, you're the wrong person. I know roughly what happens in it. I mean, that is actually where I think his master is actually, like, first appears. So it's like... Well, she's in The Phantom Menace. Oh, right, right, right. But, like, (laughs) technically, (laughs) that character isn't a Filoni creation, but he's definitely now helping boost it. (laughs) Well, yeah, so she... He definitely killed her. (laughs) Well, no, she dies in this comic. That's right. That's right. Sorry. Um, and it's her death is different. Mm. Oh, okay. It's oh, pretty, that's annoying. Uh, so that's what I want to talk to you about because I've seen a lot of people arguing about how he wrecked on canon, and this mm. he does leave in the woods though. So there you go. I'm looking at it right now. I, like I said, I never read it, but I did find it because it's right here. But yeah. she dies. She gets killed by clones. Same type of thing, but different scenario. Yeah. They're on a different mission. So you just said it's annoying, but but for me, I don't. I'm okay with the change because, as much as I love these books and I love the tie-ins and this and that, the thing is, ultimately, yeah. trying like George Lucas. You know, you could love the EU, but George Lucas was like, "Well, I'm going to do what I have to do," and yeah. I think I do. I still kind of, as much as I I admire what they're trying to do. I still believe that they're handcuffing themselves. Like the Obi-Wan mm. Kenobi show, you're like, well, in the comics, he read these things. I'm like, but now are they going to have to follow that on the show? Like, is that going to yeah, take yeah. away from things? And it's no discredit to the comic, but less people read the comic. Yeah. And so it's just, it, it's a little bit tough. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. I mean, the point of the of that part of the story is that Kanan watches his master fall to the clones so that is important and that's happened in this so it's like now we can understand why he doesn't want to be a jedi or doesn't want to be he doesn't trust any clones he doesn't trust the empire um so it's just like as long as it roughly is the same if the little details are slightly off i don't know like it's it's not a big deal like because like how many times have they depicted like Bruce Wayne's parents being yeah. killed or Uncle Ben being killed? Like it very it, like the movies where you see Uncle Ben uh, get shot by the 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 guy stealing or whatever that Peter could have stopped. Like 
it's not like picture perfect, but the concept is still there. Like this happened and he, he could have stopped it if he had, you know, been uh, used his powers for greater responsibility or great powers, make great responsibility, whatever. But it doesn't matter. Like no one like questions that to an extent. I'm sure like, actually, what am I saying? Comic book fans have probably been critiquing every single Batman thing that's ever come out. This is like, it doesn't matter. Cause as long as it's not like, Oh, uh, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know. How would you change how, the, how, the, how, uh, Batman's or Bruce Wayne's parents are killed? Like, it's like, uh, oh, I you could say, uh, in the Joker, there's, they, you see the Waynes at one point, and it's like, oh, they retconned it. And like, they didn't really change anything. It's still the same vibe. And I honestly can't remember, like, I think they get shot. But it's just like yes, exactly. You know, pearls and everything. It's like, whatever. It's like who cares? Um, so I don't really. It's I guess this is bad because it's like I haven't read that comic. I have no allegiance to that comic, so I'm like, what's the big deal? It's yeah. not a huge title. <laughs> but I saw I saw people complaining about it. And they hate that the the retconning oh, things. Sure. It's like, but you have to retcon like the. Yeah. George Lucas retconned the prequels while he was making the prequels. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just it's yeah. it's just part of storytelling. You have to grow and adapt and change and 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 all that. And I, so I, I like I I haven't read this. I have no allegiance to it, obviously. And, and I just yeah. for me, it's you know I read I w- like 2015, I guess when they you know they started things before that, but when they did the push to the um what was it the journey to the force awakens was their big their big push in the yeah. in the books and the comics i read a bunch of stuff there and none of it freaking led to anything it was just like it was, i'm like what like you know aftermath yeah, people love off. it or hate it and you know i think it ended up leading to the rise of skywalker but nobody acknowledges that but then but you know the, the lost stars book which is one of the best star wars book that we've had in the modern era it does not it's not a journey to the Force Awakens at all. It said it had that, but it actually takes place during yeah. the original trilogy. There's like no, I mean maybe the okay the yeah. end with uh, with um, Jakku, you know, like a little tiny tidbit there, but it's not the journey. Right. It was just a separate book. So I think after that year, especially, I stopped putting a lot of stock in the book. I still read the books mm. and stuff, and you can enjoy yeah. them. But to think that what's happening there has to translate exactly like that K two so um casting andor comic like i'm really curious how they're going to play off on the show so if, K- if k2s was not on the show from the beginning yeah. and they've got to meet they already did that in that comic so are we going to rewatch what we've read or are they going to yeah. do it in a way that's going to make sense to what they're doing and you got to think it's yeah. the latter there it, it's it's a never it's a never ending cycle Story. with this stuff like and it's like, like, yeah, like, would would it be nice if that comic fits well in what Bad Batch did? Of course. That'd be great. Yeah. But, like, you got to think, like, Walking Dead. The show deviates a lot from the comic, like, hugely, especially in the after, like, the fourth season. Like, I mean, Game of Thrones, they ran out of books and were like, yeah, George, George. George R. R. Martin gave their bless gave them the blessing on what to do next. But like Invincible. Invincible is a huge comic, uh, has huge following. 
to my knowledge, everyone's liking what they put out on Prime. And I listened to an interview with Robert Kirkman. He's like, oh, yeah, that's like only parts of the first couple. Like it's what some of the stuff that happened in that show doesn't happen chronologically in in the comic. But it's like, what does it matter? You're still telling the story and it still works together. And the main point is still there. So it's like, who cares? Different mediums. Uh, I I just like... We got to be grateful because it's like, it's it's like after the last season of Clone Wars. I mean, you could argue if you like. I know what the Bad Batch series, the four episodes of the Bad Batch where we first meet them. It's like this is really cool, but it doesn't go anywhere. But like now, it's like yeah. oh yeah, I remember you said that. Now we went somewhere. I I I don't know. I I, uh, I have nothing. I don't want. I, and I've been saying forever, and the one thing that I always hated was it felt like the books couldn't do certain things because they relied on the movies and blah. It's I like it. Just let loose. Just do what you want to do. And I felt like this first episode of The Bad Batch, I, I said this. I think I said this to you while I was watching it right when I finished. I'm like, if that was live action, it would be up there, I think, for a lot yeah. of people. <laughs> as and, and maybe it's not fair in animation, and maybe it doesn't translate too, but I just think if that was live action – I think that yeah. would be up there as a favorite Star Wars for a lot of people. I thought it was just, it was, I didn't know what to expect. Because I didn't watch the, the last couple of trailers. I watched one trailer. I don't know, I think there was two or three. I, didn't, I only watched one. And I didn't watch it since I saw it the first time. So I really didn't know what I was in for. I knew that there was the Omega character because they released an image of her. That's all I knew. She's in this one trailer too. Oh, but you didn't see the last. I don't trailer. know if that's when I saw it or not, but I know I saw an image. I, do, yeah. I like I did see a picture, so yeah. I knew that she was yeah. coming. I didn't really think anything of it. I had the like, Kanan showing up, shocked, like everything. It just once it started, it just felt like it, 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 it was on solid ground, and it knew what it was. It, it knew what it was doing, which is yeah. I think one thing that I like about TV shows because I you know I I don't get into a lot of TV shows, but when I do, I think it's usually they like. You kind of feel like they're stable, and they have yeah. a purpose. And I really, and I'm watching this. I'm like, this is like it was just like this is solid, and it feels like I'm watching something better. I don't know, not better than it is, but like, like yeah. it, this is something. It, it, you know, I'm like, I, I. That was when maybe I'm like, this is why nothing should have been promoted today. Like, we shouldn't have got a Boba Fett. But, like nothing should take away from this because this is. This is solid Star Wars right here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, the whole thing was really, really engaging. And like, yeah, we, we started talking about how like, this is such a flex on Filoni's part in the first two minutes. And granted, I mean, yeah, maybe he didn't write. I can't, I think. Oh, he had a lot to do with it, but he, uh, oh, he might have wrote it, but I know that anyway, whatever, who cares? But yeah, he's not going to do every single episode, but it's just like, it's wild that you can get moved by this, like this show specifically, like it's primarily the Filoni verse. When you think about it, it's like outside of Tarkin and the Caminos, the Caminoans, like he basically owns those clones. Like, yeah, George Lucas created the idea that they're all, they all look like, uh tomorrow morrison but like like we've said it many times before clone wars like gives these prequels a lot more uh life i love so like this, in this the show is like it's basically feloni characters like in the second episode 
there isn't any really legacy characters outside again i think tarkin's in this one i'm not sure but it's just like i, I can't mean, remember stormtroopers but uh but like they go and that you meet up with this one clone that you meet in clone wars that has gone and started his own family and is not part of it anymore so it's like this is genius and then apparently rex was there you don't see him in the episode yeah. but they just miss rex so it's like oh oh sorry no, I was gonna say Saw Guerrero's in the first episode, but I'm like, no, Filoni in him too. I think. Well, no, George Lucas. So George Lucas made all the characters, but Filoni, Filoni. Yeah. But yeah, gotcha, Saw Guerrero gotcha. showing up. I'm like, this is perfect. Like Saw Guerrero is a character yeah. that they're like, Saw Guerrero's in. I'm like, uh, what? From the Clone Wars. Yeah. Okay, who cares? And then Forrest Whitaker took that role and went ran with it, and then. Yeah. They're so confident in Saw Gerrera that they got the Clone Wars actor to play him in yeah. this. And not Forrest Whitaker. And I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. It, it's yeah. respect to, that act, to the actor who created him. Because we've seen him again in Rebels. We've seen him yeah. in Fallen Order. So it's like you get to see him, him slowly being torn apart. Uh, he's one of he's becoming he's one fighting. of my favorite underscore yeah. Star Wars characters. I'm, and I... Like he shows up, I'm like I'm excited. Sakurera is here. The the, the Fallen yeah. Order, like you said, the Fallen Order trailer when they put him in there, I'm like that's awesome. I just it's like just great. I'm surprised I haven't seen on Instagram like someone putting the different. Yeah, have you ever seen that when like there's so many iterations of a character's? Like this is what he looks like, like in yeah. different mediums or in like a show or in like how Star Wars is like this is what Obi Wan looks in this part in this part in this part in this part. like it's uh I, I'm I'm sure i'm gonna see one of sakura soon i'm like it's great because it's like he looks like the original yeah of what the character looked like in the clone wars but see- now he's like he's got a couple scars you know <laughs> i want to see one i want to see a couple him a couple more times maybe not on this show but a couple more times yeah slowly slowly growing into forest whitaker you know like the next one a little bit more here, a little bit, you know, just like, cause it's, yeah. cause even in, in rebels, he looks significantly different from rogue one. It was just, cause it, yeah. he's just one of my favorite. I have the pop. Do you still have the Funko pop? Do I have the, who has the pop? One of us has the Funko pop. I think right. you have it. You I give think, it back to me. You guys send it to you. It's yeah. in my, it's in a, I have a box of Funkos that I got to put up soon. <laughs> soon. So it's coming. But yeah, it's great. It's just like, Oh, and then also the, the death, the dark troopers like where like that was basically the dark troopers that they they send after the bad batch and that thing like it's it's and then yeah tarkin who it's like you don't need to like build that character anymore but even then it's just like yeah he's evil he does not care he does whatever he wants and this is the one thing that star wars fans usually say they hate but it's what makes star wars so perfect is they're like they're shrinking the universe but it's ever growing and the thing is you have yeah. your heroes and you have your villains and now we're learning new ones but you slowly inter interweave them and so it makes sense for tarkin to be there maybe it doesn't i think it does it makes sense for tarkin maybe later on it makes sense for krennic to show up maybe you know these little things that happen yeah, yeah. and you're and because and the thing is it's just like kanan you you could have made kanan a random Padawan, but it's more impactful for us watching it, for the fans yeah. watching it. If Aaron would have watched it, she wouldn't have. She probably would have noticed Freddie Prince Jr.'s voice, but she wouldn't have thought anything of it so much. But for us, it means something, and I think that's one of the keys to Star Wars. And I think that's one of the things too that really 
um, about the old EU that I think would have happened too is the old EU really took those moments and ran with them as well, where they would throw little things in there about this character, that character, and you make it, you'd have fun with it. And I think the one thing Star Wars needs to do with its own IP is have fun with it. And we've been saying that for a while. And it looks like, and, and you know, the, the one thing I think the first five years of Disney owning, first 10 years of Disney owning Star Wars is I really think it was figuring it all out and they had some really big uh hits some misses they've had you know all over the map on it people hate battlefront people hate this movie that shit whatever whatever but i think i think as it goes they're all figuring it out and i think star wars right now is in a really really healthy spot yeah it's i mean if we weren't in covid like think of where like there there would be like COVID isn't making these things successful. It's just like, well, these are good. You know, I mean, I think more people are watching a lot of Disney plus stuff because they have time, but like, yeah, but it's like, can you imagine like, it's just like, so it's just a, it's, they're working on stuff. It's just a matter of time where more and more stuff. I mean, Mandalorian season two was not, really affected in any way i think it was just starting up well i remember that behind the scenes it seemed like they were wrapping up right when it was covid was becoming a thing because you saw some people in in masks but it wasn't like as yeah yeah but that's why that's why i say like it it wasn't directly affected per se maybe reshoots it was a little bit but uh it still came out and it still did like it had nothing to do it was it was good on what it was doing alone so it's like Stuff like that, it's like, especially when you're including Dave Filoni on these things, is like it's it's a no brainer. He doesn't have to make everything; you just have to put him on your projects. <laughs> like, if anything, once he's done, like I don't want to direct anything anymore. He should just be a guy that sits in a room and they say, "Oh, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, wise one, please tell us, should we do this with this character?" And you'd be like. Make it so, you know. Yeah. What I mean? <laughs> it's like, that simple. He's not. I don't want to compare him to Feige, but someone who just kind of understands the property, and yeah. and and can kind of guide you in ways. Mm-hmm. And the one thing with Floyd that's always great is how much respect he gives George Lucas, because no matter who you think you are, no yeah. one. I won't say ever because there's still a lot of time left on this earth, but no one in the next 50 years will know half as much about Star Wars as George Lucas. No one. Yeah. And, and you know, while he's here, you should tap that well. And Filoni's, t- I think he's double tapped it. <laughs> is that appropriate? <laughs> I mean, you know, I think he's he's gone to it. He uses it and, and the respect is there. And no, no one knows Star Wars more than the person who created Star Wars. And yeah. like I said, in 50 years, when more time has passed, maybe there will be somebody that knows it more. I think people know more about what they think they know about Star Wars, but no one understands Star Wars the way George Lucas does. And uh, that's, that's invaluable. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, yeah. I mean, Star Wars and Marvel are special because they, at the heart of them, had creators that cared about the work. I mean, look at the Marvel trailer where it's it's an old interview with Stan Lee just explaining why comics... People love comics. He's been gone for two years now, three, two. I don't know, but he's still like that. I've 
I've listened to interviews with Stanley over and over again. And, you know, once he gets to like 70, he kind of repeats himself. <laughs> but he's always engaging, even in his old age. I went to like the last time he came to Toronto and he was still, even though like he's was almost in his, he was in his 90s and he's still answering the same questions over and over again and still giving more or less the same answers, but he's still engaging. And that clip in that trailer is genius. It's just like, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what it's about. It's not about who's better than who. It's about you're. We're all in this together, right? And it's so it's so poignant. Even now, if you want, to, I mean, it's yeah. It's like we go to these 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 uh, worlds. These what do you call it? Franchises? Because it's like yeah, it makes sense why Disney. The, the company known for good experiences, right? Disneyland is like a Disney World, Disneyland. It's like the happiest place on earth because it they create, they create an environment for you. So it's like Marvel does the exact same thing in Star Wars. Like there's a devotion. So it's like you can say whatever you want. If you didn't like a movie, I understand. But like, I don't know. Like it's, the fact that we have something like Bad Batch coming out is crazy. It's just amazing that. Like- the Venom trailer for Venom Two came out. Uh, I still haven't watched it. Did you like the first Venom movie? Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, I liked it too. Uh, you like the trailer? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say you like this trailer. It's a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, but there is a Stanley cameo in the trailer. Oh God! Bless. You won't catch it. Do you want me to tell you? watch? It, I'll tell you where it is. So I okay. saw it because um, an Instagram post was like Stanley cameo. And they slowed it down and showed you because he can't obviously be in it. But I was oh, just okay. amazed. I'm like, look at that respect. And it's like, it's just the respect that everyone, all these, all these, what did Stanley say? Is that the one comic movie that failed was the new Fantastic Four? And he goes, it's because I didn't have a cameo. <laughs> but he's been, what's he, he's been, he's, you know, he cameoed in all of them. It was, and not yeah. just Marvel MCU stuff, like, you know yeah. the the other ones too, which was great. Like amazing spot, like the Spider Man movies he cameoed and X Men. I think did he cameo in X Men? Uh, I don't. I'm not uh, sure about those ones. But he he's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. And, and anyway, but, um, it's great to see him in Venom. But it's just that's why like when they announced after Endgame, like this is his final appearance. I'm like, what are you talking about? You have probably a million. Of him digitally just put him in he doesn't have to say anything put him in the was like there he is well the, the venom one is, is the venom one's very very like it's hard to catch yeah. if once you know where it is you're like oh that's there's a there is a cue to it but you're not paying attention to it right so they kind of they do yeah. float you in that direction but you're not going there like it's I don't want, I don't want to ruin it for you. Not that it will or not, but but let you watch it first. Maybe you'll catch it because now that I brought it up, you might be more cognizant of of seeing it in there. That I thought that trailer was a lot of fun though, and yeah. it's cool that he gets that respect. Um. Anyway, you want to go to the odds? Sir, the possibility yeah, of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately three thousand seven hundred and twenty to one. Never tell me I'm the odds. Stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> 216 episodes, folks. Uh, Never tell me the odds brought to you and me and James by our wonderful Patreons. If you would like to support us, why don't you uh, hang on, hang on down. Hang on on down down to 
patreon.com slash podcast and support us and we greatly appreciate it because we love star wars and we like it with that people like what we do and uh and if you support us you get to be one of the allotted few that we mention every episode like heidi fetter executive producer barry brophy dennis allen randy kenobi mary christian aton jeff wilson phil stanifor sooner thron scott d josh price matt w rez Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D. Raven, Spencer, Cosmic Girl, Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinton, Girls with Sabres, and the Red All of our odds today come to us uh, from our executive producer, Heidi Fetter. Heidi. Wow. Thank you for all of our three odds. I had three great odds. All of them were about who is Omega's mom. <laughs> By the way, that's become a thing. Uh, Everyone's arguing over Omega's mom. And, uh... Or no, no. Omega, yeah, no. Or is Omega's Ray's mom? That's another one, Omega's Ray's mom. Uh, I think Omega is actually Jenga. Based on that's what, though? <laughs> uh, she's a female. I think... <laughs> right. I Well, she can't... Well, Ray's mom wasn't a clone, though. Anyway, who cares? I think that she is Django Fett's mother cloned. Hmm. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't sure. have to. I made it doesn't up. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> zero. Doesn't have to make any sense. I mean, I think o- Omega, there's going to be something very, very interesting about her, but, you know, time's going to have to tell on that one. Yeah, I. so I'm of two minds, either yes or no, and I don't want to overthink either. That's where I'm at because yeah. I feel like it's like, oh, what's happening with Omega? And then she just ends up being a, a, a Django Fett clone that just happened to Jurassic Park and come out female. You know, it's like, is that a letdown? I don't think it is. But if you overthink yeah. something, it's it's going to be. So that's that's where I'm at. Yeah. Are you are you saying she's a member of the Bad Batch because she was supposed to be a male that came out of female? It's like, this is uh, no good. Well, she's the. F- uh, yeah, I don't know. Who the heck knows? But anyways, she super she, psyched. She maybe she's Frog Lady. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Will we see Grogu's rescue in the Bad Batch? Oh. Heidi Fetter wants to know if we will see Grogu's rescue. Ah, uh, well, I guess technically we're past it, but like, are yeah, we though? Like, How just, far? Like, we yeah, we have no idea. We really don't know. It would be genius if they did because it's like learning more about Grogu might not be vital in the Mandalorian story for season three or season four, but like, no, getting that little piece is like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go 75%. I'm optimistic. I uh, the main point of the story, but I think they'll be, it'll be like a Caleb where it's like, here he is and now he's gone. Like it's just that all, that's all you need. Right. I'm going to go 11%. <laughs> 11%? To, just to rain on your parade. <laughs> I, I don't think this is where you do it. Sure. I don't. I, I For me, I think the less we know, the better. But I just don't think this is where you do it because we're focused in on the Bad Badge and Omega. Now, yeah. she could be like, we have to save all the Jedi kids. And, yeah. and maybe the final. But I'm going to go 11%. Ooh, the new trailer for Stranger Things came out. Wow. 
Did you see that? No. It literally is it's like... just uh, Matthew Modine talking, and then the camera turns to a room that says 11. Oh. You wow. missed a lot. Dude, Stranger <sighs> Things Stranger Things has become a thing now where it's like literally they could be like, it's coming out tomorrow, and we all be like, well, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, and there's been so many uh, articles of like, it's coming, and it's like, maybe in 2022. Like, what? That's I think not, it is. What the heck? When the heck did it say it's coming? I think it might have been 2022. You know they, what? They I, might, yeah, it's, I don't know. But there's no specific date because I'm assuming they haven't started shooting it. I could be wrong. No, no, they have. <laughs> they, they're in production, I believe. Hold right. On. So that's why everything's coming up because they're like, oh. But anyway, it was just, uh, they just kind of brought it out and. Uh, uh, but 11%. Uh, First half of 2022. Our next odd will Slipshot redeem himself. I think. Now, who do you think is Slipshot? I think my phone. (laughs) I think my phone might have pulled a little a little game here on us. You're talking about Crosshair. 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 (laughs) Crosshair. I don't know know what it is. You know why, like, I think I like clones so much? Because they have names like G.I. Joes. <laughs> they, they do. They do. Will Crosshair redeem himself? Slipknot. I also like how Omega says tech. He's like, that's a yeah. good idea, Tick. Hey, Tick. <laughs> Is it Tick? And bring uh, back Tick? Oh, 100%. Like, I think in uh, two to three episodes, there's going to be, I, like, maybe a showdown, and they're going to get that chip out of his head. So. Yeah, I think they've learned a lot about that chip. I'm with you. I think uh, yeah. sooner than later, uh, yeah. he's coming back to the Bad Batch. Um, he's He's got my favorite, uh, I think, attire, to be honest. Yeah. you. It may, this show is going to make me want to rewatch, like, every episode that, like, Rex is in Rebels, because I feel like I don't think there's anything hidden, but it's just like, I think they're going to, there's going to be, like, obviously there's going to be connection because we're going to meet Rex. It's an inevitability. He's in the trailer. Blah, blah, blah. He is? But it's like, it would be cool. I haven't seen the yeah, trailer. For like a hot, hot second. Well, spoilers. <laughs> so I, I'm like, oh. And it might be nothing, but it's just like, yeah, that's going to fit real nice. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to redeem himself for the next few episodes. I'm going to go 89%. Nice. Okay, uh, I got to Will the doll named Lula be released as a plush toy? Mm. <laughs> 100% a Star Wars Celebration 2022. Yeah, you know what? If, like... Depending on how successful this show is for like viewers, I think definitely. I think if this was happening and there was a convention going on, they might do it right like right away. But uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go full Brock on this because it's just like it's it's not a bad. I think depends on how many more times we see this doll, right? <laughs> Yeah, I like, think Crusher. So- Crusher is definitely like the best character <laughs> out of this crew. <laughs> like everything about him is great. 
to the point that when you were talking to me uh through text is like oh wouldn't it be great if this was live it's like wouldn't it be great if they had to like cg three different or five different versions of yeah. <laughs> of tomorrow morrison and one of them is crusher like <laughs> i think that's the only reason why you can't do live because it's just like i don't know how we how we not cg the hell out of one person i mean they did with luke skywalker so why couldn't they do it but yeah uh um, what would crusher look like in real life <laughs> oh my gosh i i'm gonna say uh 75 and i think i do think that star wars celebration it will be a celebration exclusive next year um at celebration it's genius. It looks like I think it's the doll from Lilo and Stitch. Kind of oh. looks similar to that. Oh. Which is like, you know, there's just no connection there, but it's just like it reminds me of that thing. That's fine. So. It reminded me of something. Maybe that was it. If you look back in the data bank of my mind. Uh you wanna <laughs> go to the news? Let's go to the news. Holla news. Holla news. My mic is off. Holla news. The news you need to know right now. Uh, in late April, uh, it was announced that Disney Cruise Line's Disney Wish will include the first Star Wars lounge at sea going to be called star wars hyperspace lounge and will be basically you go in it's like this the hotel they're building and you sit in the bar and you can see it's like you're in a ship uh spaceship spaceship star cruiser or whatever and you see space going by um through like the, the viewports um starwars.com has published the full list of ships that you can see through these viewports and there's over 40 ships that will zoom past. Uh, I guess, like, as you're traveling, you will go past planets. So, uh, so, so there's Coruscant, Mustafar, Tatooine, Batu, and, and Endor. And bear with me. There's 40. When you're going past Coruscant, you will see a CR-70 diplomatic cruiser, Coruscant AA-9 passenger liner, Coruscant transport freighter, freighter <laughs> Carillion CR-90 Corvette, the Halasan, Ibis Freighter, Nukoi Freighter, Marissa's Freighter, Naboo N1 Starfighter, Starfight Speeder 3000, and traffic ships, of course, around the planet. Uh, Mustafar, you will see a Dornian gunship, Imperial Arrestor Cruiser, Imperial Star Destroyer, Imperial Lambda-class shuttle, Imperial Delta-class shuttle, Imperial TIE Border, Imperial TIE Brute Heavy Fighter, and, of course, Imperial TIE Fighter. When you cruise past Tatooine, you will see a Karelian Passenger Transport, a Rogue-class fighter, the Millennium Falcon, New Republic Prison Ship, the Razor Crest, KG-754 Star Crane, AAC-39 Freighter, the Gatrick A-20 Transport, Landsat Hybrid Hauler, Lancer Pursuit Craft, and Victor Wing Fighter. And then when you go to Batu, the very planet that uh, Galaxy's Edge is based on, Resist Resistance, <laughs> Resistance A-Wing Fighter, Tugs Grub Food Transport, Coruscant AA-9 Passenger Liner, Coruscant Transport Freighter, Mining Guild Freighter, the Millennium Falcon again, Resistance MC-85 Mon Calamari Cruiser, First Order Star Destroyer, First Order Tiger, and a Resistance X-Wing Fighter. And lastly, when we cruise, cruise by the Endor Forest Moon of Endor, you will see a Resistant Bunker Buster, 
Mining Guild Freighter, YT2400 Freighter, Gozanti Cruiser, Nebulon B Frigate, Tri-Wings S91X Fighter, Resistance Cargo Fri Frigate, Resistance MC85 Mon Calamari Cruiser, First Order TIE Fighter, Droven Freighter, Ro Razor Assault Ship, Resistant X-Wing, and Resistance Y-Wing Fighter. Whew. 40 different ships. I mean, I think there was a couple duplicates there, but like while you're on a cruise with Disney Cruise Line, so <laughs> when it's safe to go on the high seas, you better uh, book your, your spot there. June is Pride Month, so Marvel will be doing a series of LGBTQ characters as cover on variant covers for their many Marvel Star Wars line comics. Uh, it will, uh, all covers will feature queer characters drawn by queer artists. Participating artist Jacopo Kamani tells StarWars.com as part of the community of LGBTQ plus creators, uh, Star Wars and a fan of Star Wars, I am honored to be part of this project in sketching Ye Erica Quell on a journey to expand the endless galaxy on board her with her as uh, as part of the rebellion. <laughs> I, I've seen that cover. It's really, really cool. Uh, they, also, the High Republic issue number six cover artist Javier Garan ex expressed his excitement in drawing Jedi Tarek and Sarah for Pride Month and has been looking forward to drawing this. So check that out. Obviously, <laughs> you got to get the new Star Wars uh, comics. So why not support the LGBTQ community by getting those variant covers? And in final news, High Republic, uh, you can go over down to StarWars.com and see a excerpt from the new book coming out, Kevin Scott's Star Wars The High Republic, colon, The Rising Storm, which will uh, come out on in bookstores on July 6th. So uh, he's, Kevin Scott said that the writing Star Wars novel is always an honor and this has been no different. It's a responsibility I never take lightly, especially while opening up a new era in Star Wars st storytelling, such as the High Republic. Uh, there is an excerpt on StarWars.com right now and it's the prologue for Rising Storm unpacks Elzar Man's terrifying visions of the end of the Jedi Order. So you definitely want to read that. I read it. It's very, very exciting. And this has been your Hollow News. I better not stop recording, which I almost did. Almost <laughs> did. Top five. Top five. What's today's top five? Top days? five characters who could potentially appear in the Bad Batch. Top five characters that we think might appear in the Bad Batch. You know what? I have to go with my number five being Rex because I had no idea he was in the trailer, so it's kind of a cop out. So I'm just gonna get that <laughs> one right out. Go I'm gonna get that right out of the way. Rex, who doesn't like Rex? I can't stand Rex. I love <laughs> Rex. I'm sorry. Oh boy, <laughs> James. James, don't why do, do it. You, don't do it. Do it's too low. Too low. You got no. Why do you always Hundo? Anaka, you know he's coming. You he's know gotta he's gotta come. Hundo Even if it's at the very end. He's like Hundo should be the Stanley. Yeah, so that's my number five. I uh, yeah, uh, my number four is director Krennic. 
I like Krennic. Nice. What am I getting some more? He'd be younger, though. Who could we get to play him? Ooh, Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> you know what? I'll put him as my number four as well. It's like, nice. yeah, no, I want, I, I just like, it's, I, it feels like you, you, there's no chance he won't be in it, but like, who knows? Yeah, I don't feel like he It'd will, be but I want him to, and it's in my top five, and I, you know, I'll do what I want. Like I said last week, we don't, or like I said last week about never telling the others, we don't review them, and uh, who cares? I'll do what I want. Um, my number three, the only character that ever needs to be on anything Star Wars ever again, Senor Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> you said the Bad Batch. You said we're having the Bad Batch. I I want Jar Jar to return. I'm not the only one that wants Jar Jar to return. And I think, mm-hmm. I think, you know, part of when I think Disney got Star Wars is they kind of wanted to separate themselves from the prequels, which people will argue and complain and I'd be one of them, but it also made complete sense because of the prequel. And Obi-Wan, and, Obi-Wan, and Hugh McGregor talks about all the time, like people did not like those movies when they came out. They were just like, people were like, these, these are terrible. Yeah. Um, you and I excluded, but people didn't like those movies. The reviews were bad. Everything was bad. Nobody liked the movies. And, and now 20 years later, uh, the kids grew up and now they love those movies. And I think one thing that Disney is learning is yeah. Disney has had Star Wars for 10 years, eight years, nine years. Like that's a decade and a lot changes in a decade. And I think they see now like, Oh, the kids that were 10 are now 20 and they want Jar Jar. And the kids that were 30 are now 40 and they want Jar Jar. And James wants Jar Jar. I want Jar Jar. Yeah. You put Jar Jar Binks in yeah. the Bad Batch. Yeah. You cancel the series. <laughs> My number three is something I mentioned last week where I was like, oh, yeah, I never put him in my jo- job of the hut. Put him oh! in the- we have been dying for Jabba, Jabba, Jabba the hut. So it's like, put him in there. Can't put him in Boba Fett. So. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. But I, a Boba Fett should just be flashbacks of Jabba the hut. <laughs> absolutely it's just absolutely. literally just I have a I love Jabba Jabba no Pada solo uh, my number two I gotta look at my list it's uh, oh uh, huh uh, my number two makes sense I guess it is uh, Princess Leia Princess Leia. Ooh. She would be three years old, but really, <laughs> that would get us to Bail Organa. My number two is going to be similar to that. It'll be teen or young adult Han Solo, mm. but on Corellia. And Ooh. then we could get a little bit more of Madame Proxima. Like, yes. Get, she, he hasn't left. It's just, oh, it'd be awesome. Proxima and I like the, I got the the black series of the Moloch Bullock whatever his name I like that guy a lot too that guy was really cool I really mm. liked him I liked a lot of Corellia I think whatever there's a lot I think and I I love it and, and solos are, I drink out of a solo mug every morning so shut your mouth <laughs> and my number one was your number five because you are a failure to Star Wars fans it's Hondo Hondo <laughs> needs to be on the show uh, I I I you know what maybe. Filoni focusing more on live action is the reason why he wouldn't be on this show. But I think if Filoni walked into a boardroom one day, he's like, Hondo. They're like, what? They're like, you're the, they're going to get this through Hondo. 
what that's who they're gonna like you, you know it just it makes complete sense he's and the guy. he's he's at batu now like he's in disneyland Han, like my sister knows who yeah. hondo is and she's never seen one of these shows ever yeah. in her life so i think it i think you yeah. have to you have to bring hondo into it because like 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 yeah. now now that he's at an attraction now is when you bring hondo into these things because people watch like oh that's that guy from the disney park <laughs> absolutely uh my number one is gonna be kind of a uh a dark horse, but you know, you got me thinking about um, Kanan. Uh, let's put Zeb in this. <laughs> I mean, the I believe the Lasat planet gets attacked at roughly at this point. Like, perhaps I don't know. Do you think there's going to be a second season of Bad Batch, or is it just going to be a one and done? I don't think. I think. I don't think they know. I think. If it's a success, you gotta yeah. bring a season two. But I think you could also. I don't know how you end it. They just die. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're old and we're dead. Like, what the thing is, yeah. the one problem where they keep doing this is where are all these characters later on? You know, that's that's the yeah. one thing. It's like, well, like they should, mm-hmm. and because it's animated, I don't think they could do a suicide mission like Rogue One. Although, you know, you think, you look at all this stuff, you think if Rogue One was made today, they might incorporate characters from the Bad Batch and stuff like that into it. And and uh, I'm curious if they would, but who knows. Um, not that I'm not that i complaining about anything with Rogue One. It's just, you know, you think yeah. about the changes that would have been made. I don't... Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know what the plan is. And I hope more. Like, you have Disney Plus abuse that. Yeah. Take it all. Um... But you so, know yeah, what? Let's put Zeb in there. He's one of my favorite characters from Rebels. Yeah, he's. You know what though? The thing with Zeb is there's all these rumors that um, a Wookiee or Wookiees will be in season three of The Mandalorian. We kind of got uh, the Lasat in that one. Why not bring? Why not bring Zeb into that? Like he yeah, goes yeah. back there, but what if you know? I don't know how you do it, but anyway, there's. He would kind of know Bo-Katan. But anyway, you know, I would like to see some of the sats on, on, in live action. Bring, just bring them. Bring them over. Bring them over. Yeah. Let's see what we can do. Why yeah, not? absolutely. That's what makes Star Wars fun. Boom. I bought an Archie comic the other day. 80, 80th anniversary. 80 years of Archie. Wow. Everything's <laughs> Archie. Yeah, I bought it. I love Archie, man. Archie's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's a disc. <laughs> I uh we did a, a film for the 48 hour film challenge by uh the Russo brothers production company and I, I showed my parents and my dad died of laughter at my at my acting. So Yeah. I really I can't wait. Sounds to... like your dad. <laughs> well my I, I do an accent, we'll say that. It's pretty I didn't tell yeah. him that I did an accent either. It was pretty <laughs> anyway, it was a it was a good time. It was, it was 216 episodes of this freaking thing. Unbelievable. Wow. We are three months away from five years. Good God. <laughs> what have you done with your life? Podcast. <laughs> it's been fun though. You're looking at it, baby. <laughs> we should we you and I should do a 12 hour live stream on our five year anniversary. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> it's just that we'll still be in quarantine in Ontario. So we can 
It'd be yeah. nice. Let's just 12 hour live stream nonstop. And uh, we'll just talk about whatever. We'd get some views, probably 14. It'd be a good time. <laughs> I'm always here for a good time. Not All for right. a long time, but for a good time. All right. Anything else you want to say? <laughs> nah, man. Get vaccinated, but for all our American friends, you're already probably completely vaccinated. Um, I should get my tetanus shot, actually. Mm. All right. Um. Anyway, 216 episodes. He's Brock. I'm James. And he was always scum. Rebel scum. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.